You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. Marga Gomez is the winner of the 2004 GLAAD Award. She's been featured on HBO, VH1, Comedy Central, Showtime, and most recently seen on Logo Network's comedy series Wisecrack and in the documentary Laughing Matters. She's back in Santa Cruz with a completely different comedy set after playing here on March 08 on Saturday, May 10th at 7.30 p.m. with Renee Hicks and Robin Reiser at Santa Cruz Women Care presents A Night of Comedy with local MC Diane Grunes. Thank you for joining me, Marga. Oh, thanks, Rick. It's great to be on the show. <laughs> it's funny. It sounds like, uh, I mean, I am doing a different set than uh, the last time I was there in Santa Cruz. <laughs> it sounds like there was something wrong with it. But um, I did, uh, I think I did actually put that in the intro, a completely different set of comedy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I did uh, probably about a 40-minute set. And, well, I've been doing comedy for 20 years, so I can pretty much go on for days. Uh, that's a long time, and you were one of the first uh, gay comics to to openly gay comedians, weren't you? Yeah, I started when I was five years old. Yes, <laughs> that's 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 early. How did you manage that? Well, first I had to come out to my parents, and then all to you know to all the people at nursery school, and uh, uh, you know then I had to uh, just uh, you know write some gay jokes about why the chicken crossed the road to get to a gay bar. Yeah, stuff <laughs> like that. Tell us a little bit about your involvement with Women Care. What brought you to Santa Cruz? Um, well, actually, um, I got the uh, email uh, from the other, one of the other comics who's performing, a very good friend of mine, Renee Hicks. And she uh, had a connection with Women Care because Renee does a lot of work around the country uh, in support of uh, women with cancer, people with cancer. Uh, Renee is a cancer survivor. Uh, she got uh, lung cancer, uh, was diagnosed with lung cancer, uh, I believe about uh, 10 years ago, 12 years ago. Doesn't smoke, but uh, this was uh, back when you could smoke at comedy clubs uh, where she was spending most of her nights. And that's I, we believe that's how she got lung cancer. Uh, the, you know, the great news is that she has survived it, and uh, since then she has uh, spent a lot of her time uh, in service of uh, organizations like Woman Care. Uh, so she was, I'm not sure if she's done a show for Di, uh, for Diane before, but uh, she uh, she got an inquiry about it, and Renee and I had been working on a show called the. Uh, the stand-up sisters with a with another comedian friend of ours, Diane Amos. So, uh, in fact, the three of us were asked to come down and do the show that we had uh, done here uh, about a month ago. Uh, and uh, Diane wasn't available, but uh, I was. So, uh, loving Santa Cruz like I do, uh, that is how I got to the Woman Care Show. Tell us a little bit about um, how how you develop your material, I, I think a lot of it devolves from your complaints with the way things are. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I, I think that most comedians carry around a little notebook. Uh, 
I just write things down that uh, strike me as uh, ridiculous and uh, worthy of a skewering. Uh, and I, you know, I just have a list of, of possible uh, routines, monologues. And then when I have, when I'm disciplined enough, I sit down with my notebook and I try to flesh these sometimes it's just a word sometimes it's a line and i you know i try to flesh them out into a to a fuller routine and i try to get every every idea out of uh you know out of my bullet points um you know if i'm uh, if i'm with people ha- you know hanging out and uh, i make people laugh uh you know, a lot of a lot of my friends go. You should use that. So, uh, you know, I'll I'll put that into the notebook. So, uh, basically, the key to uh, uh, you know to creating material, especially over the years when you need to generate more material because you come back to places more than once, um, is to carry the notebook and you know just at the risk of looking like a nerd, take the notebook out and write things down, even when you're in the middle of having a good time. Or, or having a bad time. <laughs> that might be better. Now, uh, we live in a world rich with comedic material as we approach this election, and, and I'm wondering if you're going to be bringing any of that into your uh, routine on Saturday. Well, actually, the last time I was in uh, Santa Cruz, I, I did material about the, le- the election. I think we were just uh, – we had just uh, – gotten the McCain crowned. Uh, so I, you know, I talked about the, the Republican nominees because they're much funnier than the Democrats. The, the Democratic situation right now is is pretty sad. And uh, honestly, I, I can barely even, I, I'm in a state of denial over the fact that we don't have a, a Democrat uh, running yet. And all we have is Democrats uh, fighting each other. So uh, I can't quite go there. And I have a feeling that the audience doesn't want to go there right now you know uh it's uh it's much more enjoyable to uh you know poke fun at, at george bush who i'm so glad is on his way out but as uh, comedians we're, we're going to miss him because he was uh really we couldn't even keep up with how many stupid things he he did my my favorite was when he went on a tour of latin america uh, a tour of latin america he went to four countries you know, there's a lot more countries than four in Latin America. He went. One of the countries he went to was uh, Paraguay, which is one of the smallest countries in the world. It's half the size of IKEA. Um, so he, you know, he he said he is the man who said we we're going to help those people in Katrina. You know, he thought Katrina was the name of the city. So uh, you know, but we're going to say goodbye to him, and at the risk of of uh, losing uh, ten minutes every every show. I'm happy to see him go. So I probably won't be doing very much political material. You know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'm probably going to be talking about other things, uh, yoga, for instance, uh, talking about parking in the, in the, in the city and, uh, talking about, uh, I don't know, my relationship. I, I really, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not even sure really a lot of stuff. I'm going to uh, just look at my notebooks and see what's, uh, speaking to me. Well, I have to ask you about your work in a particular movie, which was one of the most bizarre movies I've ever seen, Batman Forever. Batman Forever. I I thought it was my other bizarre movie, but yes, Batman Forever. Uh, 
tell me a little bit about being on the set. It, it, it's just such a an odd and surreal kind of surreally bad movie with with, with uh, uh, so many um, so much unintentional comedy, or was it intentional? Tell us, you were there. Wow, um, I never really. Uh, nobody ever really uh, disliked Batman Forever as much as as you did, but uh, well, it was. Um, I mean, I guess the the the, the most scandalous uh, part of Batman Forever was the bat suit that actually had nipples on it, uh, which really went over great in San Francisco. But uh, Joel Schumacher, the director of Batman Forever, is is an out gay man, and he, he's a great director. I mean, I just really was excited to to work with him and uh but it did uh it did have a lot of uh, gay overtones uh you know it was uh, uh Val uh Kilmer and uh, Chris O'Donnell as Robin so there was a lot of there was a lot more uh meaningful looks between them than you you see in the in the other Batman films and uh I had a very just a minuscule part that got even cut even more by the time that uh uh, it was released, uh, but the great thing is that it, it, that made so much money that it, you know, and then it went to Asia, and I I still get checks for it, uh, you know, a few bucks, but you know, every few months it adds up. Uh, I played a uh, I played the journalist, and uh, I we, was basically in one scene, the, the huge Gotham uh, Gotham uh, City party scene and uh and you can spot me very easily in that scene because uh all the other women in the uh at the party have very low cut dresses i mean like uh, you know just just low riding dresses and uh uh and i i'm the only woman there who uh whose areolas are hidden i'm the only woman there in a turtleneck dress i actually had a turtleneck dress it's as if the uh the studio uh, wardrobe stylist uh, saw me and knew I was a lesbian and thought, you better cover up, dearie. Uh, and I, uh, my line was, uh, are you seeing Dr. Meridian personally or professionally? Uh, Dr. Meridian was Nicole Kidman, and I guess she and Batman had a love affair. Uh, but I couldn't get over the fact that Nicole Kidman was married to Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise was rumored to be gay. So uh, it was hard for me to get my line out. I kept saying, is Tom Cruise gay? Uh, no, not really. But, uh, uh, yeah, it was uh, Val Kilmer and Jim Carrey. It was it was actually uh, kind of a fun film to be in. But I did notice uh, that, or I did realize that, uh, I didn't really want to be in movies or action films because they're very loud. And there was one point in the party scene when um, the Riddler just uh, invades the party and there's shooting and there's so much shooting and it's actually at the full volume that shooting would be. And it was just, they, they did a take after take after take. And uh, that stuff is really not good for your ears. So uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm kind of like the OSHA actress i i go well i i can't be doing action films it's they're too loud now now you're you're from northern california aren't you and you have a lot of northern california uh, identity uh, around you don't you uh, actually i grew up in manhattan but i've um i started performing in san francisco uh and uh i uh, was bi-coastal for uh, about 10 years, and I just moved back to San Francisco two years ago. Uh, I, 
I love um, I love being in the Bay Area. Uh, it's weird. Um, I guess I just was always kind of more on the mellow side. So uh, I had to leave New York because I was uh, creating a bottleneck. I was just too slow. People couldn't get around me. Uh, I. Uh, I, so I'm not from uh, I'm not from the Bay Area, but my girlfriend is. My girlfriend is from Marin County, and uh, yeah, it's such a difference, you know, because I'm from New York, and uh, I just uh, I never look uh, at nature. I mean, I I respect the environment. I'm just not sure where it is. But my girlfriend is in tune with nature. She's you know she's one with the universe. She can tell you the difference between a deer and a horse just like that. Very wise. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, you know, and uh, and she and, and and the other people, you know, in my life from California are always trying to get me to, you know, to go out and appreciate the, you know, the planet that we're on, and uh, you know, and look up at the stars, for instance. You know, uh, so many people from California just just know the constellations, and they're always trying to force me to look up, look at the stars. You see the Big Dipper, and I don't. I have never in my life been able to differentiate any of those. They all look like pots and pans to me. I know you're supposed to look for the handle, but where? Where do I begin? Just a mess of stars. Probably not in the kitchen. Not in the kitchen. No. We've been speaking with Marga Gomez. She'll be appearing with Renee Hicks and Robin Reiser at Santa Cruz Women Care as, as, as they present a night of comedy with local MC Diane Grunes. Thank you for joining me, Marga. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, thank you. I'm very excited to be working with the comics, too. Uh, uh, Robin, I actually caught her uh, on YouTube, uh, and she's very, very uh, sly, very funny. And Renee Hicks is, uh, again, we both started out together, uh, and she has. She was the first uh, African-American woman nominated for the American Comedy Award. She was voted Best uh, College Comedian. Uh, she's truly amazing. And uh, she will probably be hitting on politics. Uh, if, if I don't get uh, enough politics in there, Renee, will, uh, she'll bring it on home. That sounds like fun. We'll see you a Saturday night. Thank you very much. Thank you, Rick. Pleasure. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. <laughs>